This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This podcast episode is brought to you in partnership with the Australian Electoral Commission. To learn more about how the AEC is supporting the 2022 federal election, you can go to aec.gov.au. Hello and welcome to our Squiz the Election series, your shortcut to the 2022 federal election. Believe it or not, Election Day is about more than just lining up for a delicious democracy sausage at your local primary school. It's also a day when we elect the government for the next three years. And because we live in unusual times, there's a bit to get across. So we're talking to the Australian Electoral Commission's Evan Aiken-Smith about what you need to know to successfully navigate Election Day on the 21st of May. I'm Claire Kimball. I'm Evan Eakin-Smith. Hello, Evan, and thank you for joining us again. I feel like I'm totally across preferential and proportional voting, so thank you very much for that. Not a problem at all. Uh, Look, if you're across it, you're doing better than some Australians. Yeah, there's a bit to it, so I'm glad that we've been able to help uh, squeeze listeners out on that front. The 21st of May, it's a big one for the candidates and for the voters, but it's a huge one for the Australian Electoral Commission. So let's start with the C word. Tell us how COVID shaped things this time around. Most of society is sick of talking about COVID, aren't we? Uh, But we're taking it really seriously and looking forward to providing a a really COVID-safe environment in our voting centres. So we'll have a hygiene officer in every single polling place. We normally have 100,000 pencils to run a federal election. They're tied to the voting screens with string. Uh, Not this time, 4.5 million pencils. If you actually laid them down, they run, I figured this out the other day, they run from the bottom top of Tassie and into Bass Strait. That's how many pencils we've got. So we're taking it really seriously and there's lots of materials and processes that sit behind it. Yeah, COVID certainly is still a thing. Evan, if I can't get to a polling booth on election day, say I've tested positive to COVID in the week before the election, how am I going to get to vote? Well, hopefully people who are in those circumstances towards the back end of the election period have already voted. Some people who go into isolation as well because they test positive to COVID will still be able to apply for a postal vote and those close on the Wednesday before polling day. So it's really those last three days of the election period. If you haven't already voted, you missed the cutoff for postal vote applications, we'll have a telephone voting service available for you. We're building this system up, which usually just caters for Australians who are blind or have low vision. We're building this up to have thousands of operators to be able to take your call but you'll be waiting longer on the line than in the line. So if you're thinking it's a convenience measure, it's not. And Evan, there's normally pretty strict criteria uh, around the reasons people can pre or postal vote. Is that the case this time around? The election is really an in-person community event. So if people can get down on election day, that's what they should do. But people have different circumstances. You know, we know that COVID-19, there's vulnerable Australians who can't go into public settings or particular public settings. People who work in uh, settings like healthcare, for instance, who might be more exposed to COVID-19 and might pick it up, you might want to look at early voting to get in while you can. So those are the sorts of things that we're encouraging people to think about. Evan, I'm just thinking about getting to the polling station on the 21st of May. The first thing that we usually encounter are the party volunteers who are looking to give us their how to vote information for their candidate. Uh, What are the rules about how the candidates can be represented at the places where we vote? 
there are some rules around it. Everything that people hand you that is trying to influence how you vote has to be authorised so that you can see who's communicating with you. There's also rules around how close they can stand to a polling place, but it's only six metres from the entrance. So there's a small protected zone around the polling place itself in terms of campaigning, but outside it, it's, it's fairly well fair game. It's up to you as to how you engage with it. I love getting every single bit of paper that anyone really wants to hand to me and having a chat to them about how it's going. But why don't you just put the how to vote information in the actual booth and do away with all of that jostling on election day? It's an interesting theory and we do we do hear ideas like that from time to time. It would have to be legislated for us to be able to do that. Uh, at the moment, the electoral laws say that that can't occur. They could legislate something like that in the future. If they did, there'd be some careful considerations though because if there is that material, you could think that that's actually leading people in a particular direction, which is not what, what you want. You want the voter to be choosing what they're consuming right at the point of voting. All right, we've put our ballot in the box. We talked uh, last time, Evan, about exactly how to fill out our vote, uh, but we've done that. We've had our democracy sausage and the Australian Electoral Commission's job is far from over, though. So let's get into what happens next. Getting the votes counted and the results in within a few hours just seems like an incredible feat. Evan, can you step us through what happens once the polls are closed on the 21st of May? 6pm, our polling places will close across the country. We'll have thousands of venues and, and we have, you know, they're colloquially termed booth captains, but we term them officers in charge. They'll break open the ballot boxes. The count occurs and and we have validation and checks and, of course, we have scrutineers available for those polling night counts. Once they've had a look and made sure that the number of people who are marked off the electoral roll is the number of ballot papers they have and that their counts are in order, they phone it through. Just to step back for a second, what do you need to do to become one of those people for the Electoral Commission who run those polling stations? Because it's a pretty big responsibility, particularly at those larger stations where they get thousands of votes. Yeah, it absolutely is a big responsibility. Typically, they're experienced polling officials. So we have people who are frontline polling officials who've worked for us for a number of events. Those are the sort of individuals that we hire, and they normally don't just work for us. Uh, We don't run state and territory elections, but a lot of the time, people who are officers in charge of a polling venue are working across jurisdictions, and they're quite experienced. Okay, so back to the night. How do those people in charge of those polling stations report the results to the Electoral Commission? It's pretty old school. They call it through. Uh, We have operators at our central offices who type in what's been phoned through. They have a secondary person standing over their shoulder, making sure that the typing in is as per what's being phoned through. Uh, And then it'll start to pop up on our tally room and in media feeds that go to journalists. And you'll see your Anthony Greens and others pointing at digital screens that are fed by our data that has come from our, our booth captains phoning it through to our people in our offices. The people who are working at those polling stations on election day, I think, Evan, I read that you engage more than 100,000 people to do that. It's an incredible feat, really, for one day, and it has to be really well executed. You mentioned 105,000-odd polling officials. They're just everyday Australians. In a lot of cases, your grandma or your grandpa, um, and they're just doing their best following through on AEC instructions, whether it be about COVID or whether or not there's a queue. No matter what your feelings are, shoot them a smile, enjoy the community festival that is voting, uh, get your democracy sausage, get out the other end, and let's all just be nice, pleasant, civil to each other and have a good day. 
Look, the way I see it, a queue just means that there's more time to get into those democracy sausages. <laughs> Look, I have a final question. How many sausages is it okay to eat on election day? Yeah, I've been known to sink a few. Um, the people who are running the barbecues are typically raising money for the local footy club, uh, the local Lions club, which is great for the community. So if you're buying five sausages, my wife tells me it's too much, but I say it's for the greater good. I heard the calories don't count on election day. It's kind of like birthday cake on your birthday. So I reckon you can just go crazy. Absolutely. I heartily endorse that message. Evan, it's been really terrific to have you on Squiz the Election. So thank you so much for your time and thanks for joining us. Uh, Us squizzers are an exacting lot. We really like to get good information. So to get it from the horse's mouth has been terrific. Thank you. Just a quick question. Where are you going to be on election day? Uh, This is going to sound like a real public servant. I'm going to be in the AEC's command centre. It's really looking at how many votes we're getting through, connecting through to different polling places, getting data in that shows us how it works. I'm going to be in there. If there's any issues that arise, I'll be part of the communication around them. Well, here's hoping it goes very smoothly for you on the 21st of May. My hot tip is to follow the Australian Electoral Commission on social media. They have all the updates and the information that you need about voting in this election. Evan, thanks so much again. No, thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks for joining us and until next time. 